Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight, I've been meaning to do this episode for a long time, but you know, a couple things had me held up, such as, you know, fraudulent court cases with racist judges, but we won't get into that. I got into that on my last episode, and I know it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I talked to my audience, but I'm back now, and I'm back for the rest of the year, baby. Now, let's get into something that I've been meaning to get into. If you've been following me on social media, if you've been following me just in general, you know that I've been trying to get into this Roe versus Wade. I've been meaning to talk about this for a moment. Now, for those who don't know, Roe versus Wade was overturned yesterday. Uh, it was a landmark case in the U.S. Supreme Court in 1973, same, generally protects a woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion. Now, what people don't know about this is that this case was brought to them by Norma McCorvey, known by legal pseudonym Jane Rowe, who in 1969 became pregnant with her third child. Now, the thing about this is she lied about how she got pregnant. She said that she was raped by a black man. And, you know, most cases in the United States, whether you know it or not, are racially based upon white women lying on black men. Marijuana cases, there's a whole bunch of niggas getting high off weed. Let's go ahead and make us some marijuana laws and so they don't rape the white women. They have a whole bunch of niggas getting half cocaine. Let's make us some laws so they don't rape the white women. And but historically, we see that it's been totally different. Black men don't have a desire in a whole bunch of numbers to rape or violate white women. What we've seen historically is that white men have the propensity to rape black women. But I digress. Now, they've been having these abortion laws and things of that nature. And just yesterday, it was overturned. Just yesterday, it was overturned. That women can no longer get abortions. Because at one point it was, I think somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but after I want to say eight weeks, if I'm not mistaken, that they said that that's when life began. I could be wrong about that, about the numbers, but it was a certain amount of time that a woman had the, had the window to get an abortion before it was deemed illegal, before it was deemed to have a life, to be a life. And on social media, we have a whole bunch of women up in arms about we got men trying to control, make decisions about our bodies. There's a whole bunch of women, or if they could be called that still, if you want to call them that still, making decisions about women's 
bodies. Never mind that they have women like Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor, Amy Coney Barrett, Sandra Day O'Connor, also making those decisions. They are also making those decisions. But they're saying that, oh, white men are having all of these decisions being made by white men over our bodies. What about the white women, though? What about the white women that are making those decisions? What about them? And women have been up in arms about this, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you what you're really up in arms about. And this is going to offend people, I know, but damn it, the truth always does. And I'm here to speak truth to power. I'm here to speak the truth. The real reason why you women are upset about the decision of Roe v. Wade being overturned is because now you have to practice sexual discipline. You have to practice sexual discipline. Before you could lay up with whomever and whatever, just being honest, and get away with it, and get pregnant, and then when you have the option to terminate life, because that's what you're doing, in effect, you're terminating life, then you chose to go get an abortion. An abortion is not a replacement for a contraceptive. Stop falling victim to your sexual impulses. I'll be the first to tell you, I had a child when I was 20 years old. I fell victim to my sexual impulses. But I took responsibility and accountability legally and financially with my child and being in my child's life. A lot of you women are saying that motherhood is precious and sacred, but soon as you get pregnant, the first thing you want to do is terminate life. How sick are you? You want to terminate black babies. I've never agreed with abortion, and I never will. Because in manhood, we have this thing called accountability and responsibility, two words that most women run from. When it comes down to accountability and responsibility, 
most women run from it. My grandmother, and I say this a lot, my grandmother was born in 1913. She raised me. God bless her soul. She raised me. This woman had 13 kids with the same husband who provided for her day in and day out. She respected him and he respected her. Nowadays, times are different. Times are different. We have women that are so sadistic and selfish that they don't see the part that they make in making a life. It's not something that's precious to them. Motherhood and being a wife are two things that most women in this generation run from. And that's sad. That's very sad. And I know I'm offending some people because some people, they're so caught up in the media, they, 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 they are responding to external um, stimuli. They're not saying what's internal. Because internally, you know there's something wrong with aborting a life. You know that there's something wrong with terminating life. Planned Parenthood is in mostly black neighborhoods because Susan B. Anthony, the founder, was a racist, a suspected, not even a suspected white supremacist, a down, stump, white supremacist. She hated black people. And to control the population numbers of black people, she put they put abortion clinics in black neighborhoods hoping that you will make the wrong decisions, hoping that you wouldn't think enough of your body, enough of yourself to choose, a, choose the right man and make the right decisions and have a baby by them. Somebody that values you Somebody that values themselves. Somebody that values their legacy. That's what they were banking on. And now I'm seeing post after post after post on social media and it's making me sick. about how, oh, let's have forced vasectomies. Let me tell y'all something. If a man, let me tell you something, let me tell y'all something that my grandmother told me. And I've said that on this show before too. And a lot of people got up in arms about it, but damn it, it needs to be said, this woman had gained well beyond her years. And I'm glad I was raised by such a woman. This woman said, Tyrus, if a woman doesn't want to get pregnant, then a woman 
will not get pregnant. Now, some of y'all are saying, well, well, they're raped. We're not talking about those factors. We're not talking about factors where they're out of your control. We're talking about factors that are in your control. Tyrus, if a woman does not want to have a baby, she will not have a baby. She will not get pregnant. She told me that when I was young. And those words still remain true to this day. And I even put the call out on my um social media. I said, if anybody disagrees with Roe versus Wade, hit me up because I want to have a conversation with you. I want to talk to you on my podcast. I want to talk to you. And tomorrow I will be talking with somebody. Our schedules didn't run right today, but I will be talking with somebody tomorrow. Um, but I just had to get that out. I really did. As most of my episodes are, this episode was short and sweet. I didn't plan on being here long, but I had to address and express my frustration But people getting mad over somebody terminating, over somebody saying, oh, we don't want you to terminate life. But tomorrow I will dig deeper into this. And if you thought this episode was something, hold on to your draws tomorrow. Hold on to your draws tomorrow. Now, another news for those who don't know, right before I go, I got announced that Low Hanging Fruit is winning awards after awards being selected by film festivals. Um, we're doing good, very good in that. Also, we're starting production on New Orleans 2030 very soon. And also, Walking Enigmas, the reception, will be done very soon. I'm writing those books. And I have another book I'm trying to, we got two more books I'm trying to finish by next year. And another movie I want to do by, start by the end of the year, it's called Plight. I think I put the, um, I haven't started auditions yet, but I'm starting auditions very soon. So if you want to be a part of that or any of my projects, please hit me up. I'm open. And I want to say thank you for listening. I just spoke truth to power. Have a good night.